Hello, and welcome to Real Doofs. I'm Drew, and I've seen a lot of movies. I'm Brian. I'm Joe. And we haven't seen nearly as many movies as Drew has. That's right. So what this is, is a movie podcast where Joe and Brian come to my house. Aw, womp womp. And we, (laughs) together, watch a movie that one of us has not seen. Typically, it's Joe and Brian. Um, Every once in a while, we have a special episode in there where I haven't seen the movie. Can't wait to get back to those guys um, (laughs) today. Uh, today's a special day because you guys are hearing this. I'm hoping that you may have already gone out to vote. Um, or actually I think we're dropping this a little earlier than November 2nd. So if you are voting by mail or voting early, then this is your reminder to please get that vote out there. ASA darn P guys. Um, (laughs) Oh man! Yeah. I was holding jumping up to no PG holding back, rating. man. No holding back. Um, <laughs> so yeah, this is our special. Um, what do you? What is it like? Rock the vote? Are we rocking the vote? Um, <laughs> We're rocking the. Are vote. we rocking the vote? Are we Real watching the vote? We're watching the vote. Special yeah. watch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Vote watch. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Watch. Yeah. Vote watch. Real Deuce Twenty twenty. Um, special episode. There are. <laughs> There the are, longest title longest for this episode title. ever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I hope I expect you, Brian, to write that all down in the uh, description of it. Um, yep. There's a ton of great uh, movies we could watch uh, about presidents and uh, politics and people going rogue. Um, but today we are going to uh, watch one of the. Essential viewings, not only because it's a movie involving politics, and it does not, I'm just going to say it doesn't involve the president, uh, but it is a very interesting uh, uh, movie about politics. But we're watching one of the uh, greatest films ever made. Um, Today, we're going to watch Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Now, just to reiterate my point, boys, um, let's see here. Mr. Smith goes to Washington, AFI. Um, this is on um, the American Film Institute's um, greatest films of all time, ranked position number 26 out of 100. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are American movies that are on this list, but um, yeah, it's it's considered a very uh well made and well done movie so i can't this... believe it's almost as good as um the last airbender <laughs> oh i know man it's almost it in at like 20 right 20 i think it was like 19 as of last year yeah. um, but um yeah so this movie is um it's got a powerhouse from the um, very late thirties. And that essentially is the, <laughs> the team of uh, director Frank Capra and star Jimmy Stewart. Um, ah, uh, we know so that guy. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's a name we've heard. Yes. Um, Jimmy Stewart and Frank, uh, Frank Capra have worked together uh, several times, but uh, their most notable um, relationship was likely for It's a Wonderful Life. Um, another okay. movie that they did together that, again, it's the quality of film from the golden age of Hollywood. This is another one that um, 
fits in that that um, place. So 1939, Mr. Smith goes wow. to Washington, came ah. out. Um, so wow. we are, what is that? Almost like, um, Jesus, like 19 years, like 81, so 81, years, 81, like, yeah. 81, yeah, 81 years. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I will tell you one thing that about this, um, Actually, I'll tell you after because I want you guys to guess. And I don't want to give you any um, um, hints, but um, there is a, you know, that'll be after your guesses. Okay, cool. What do you guys think that a movie titled Mr. Smith Goes to Washington is about? I I think it's telling that this movie is going to be like, uh, we'll have like, penetrated pop culture in such a way that like that title i know and i've heard that title parodied so much that it's impossible for you to hear that title and think like i guess someone goes to to you know seattle grace hospital or uh i guess someone goes to meet washington the president like it is very clearly someone goes to washington dc it is very Mm -hmm. clearly like a political government-based movie in some way um beyond that i don't think i know very much about this movie now here's a question is it a musical Ooh, that's a really good question Uh, i'm gonna guess no because (laughs) i'm gonna guess no based on drew's reaction yeah Uh, his lying (laughs) his lying oh that's a good question is very different from his truthful one (laughs) (laughs) all right i'll have to work on that (laughs) it's another one i have to work on uh so no musical okay i i have no idea what this could be about i mean he goes to washington what does he do he has big plans to like make some kind of okay bill a law or something okay so let's see um let me ask you a few questions and you you go from there um who is mr smith uh, it's the bad guy in the matrix, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's the, it's the guy, it's the guy in Pocahontas, right? <laughs> uh, maybe Mr. Smith is like, is, is like, like the representation of a bunch of people like maybe he's mm. trying to get people to vote or something maybe he's mm. he's trying to get people more involved with their local politics or like you know federal politics and and mr smith is like the representation of you know the american people mm-hmm. and he's kind of like come on guys i don't know <laughs> like he's like i'm gonna solve it i'm sick of hearing about this stuff in the news i'm just gonna drive down to washington and solve it myself nice yeah okay you asking who is mr smith makes me think it's not james stewart and it's someone else yeah Hmm. okay maybe james stewart is the president and Mm. mr smith and the president have to like he just like wants to get a meeting with the president and the president's always too busy. He like goes to Washington and he's like, sorry, president's in France. You can't. He's like, Damn it. Shows and then that's the home. sequel. It's goes to France. And... Yeah. Oh, there we go. Mm. I mean, uh, I, 
I don't want to give any reaction because then you'll know. Um, okay. So I can't, I can't do that. Um, but I'm glad that Mr. Smith goes to France next. Um, now I feel like there was a, a remake of this with um, Billy Bob Thornton. And it's uh, everyone is voting for the president and it's a tie. And they determine that everyone, everyone has voted except for this one person. Yeah. And it is a tie and he needs to break the tie. Um, so he's getting all this special treatment because okay, he gets to go so, to Washington to, to cast uh, his vote. Cause he's like, he gets to pick alone. Who becomes uh, president. Okay. So you're saying that the Kevin Costner movie swing state is yeah. uh, a remake. Okay. So swing state. It's like this, this guy in a real rural area. Uh, it basically comes down to him, Mr. Smith, and he's got to cast the final vote for who uh, comes there. So he gets like all of this power and it all goes to his head because people are like trying mm. to bribe him without bribing him because that's illegal. And yeah, like yeah. Oh, I, like I believe in that movie, I think the presidential candidates were trying to win him over. Um, mm. And the interesting thing about that movie is they hired actors who were like a known Republican to play the Democratic president candidate and a known <laughs> Democrat to play the Republican candidate. I can't remember. Oh, I think funny. I think like Kelsey Grammer was like the Democrat, I think, in that. I think that was mm. the case. Not sure, but if I remember. But okay. So That's you funny. guys both have stated that you believe that a vote or voting is a uh, takes place in this movie. Yeah. Yes. Okay. A vote happens. <clears throat> a vote happens. That's good to know. Cool. Um, <clears throat> so maybe, now, maybe maybe a vote doesn't happen. Maybe the whole Ooh. thing is like the vote isn't happening that year for some like crazy reason, like like some kind of pandemic or something, and someone's mm. trying to change that. <laughs> and, oh, and then someone tries to um, tries to take away all the mailboxes so no one can mail in their votes. <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh, it could be a movie. It could. Um, when do you think this takes place? Is it present day to 1939, or is it um, in the past? <clears throat> It'd be pretty wild. <laughs> <laughs> was like, or the future. I didn't even ask that. In the future, yeah, like present day today. Yeah, it really is interesting that no one makes movies in the future about like menial things. It's always like space battles and whatnot, and yeah. no one's like, "Hey, check out this futuristic movie about uh, voter fraud in yeah. twenty twenty or whatever." Oh, except you know, Black Mirror is a good good like futuristic but not so much about the tech and the sci-fi mm. but more about like the social aspect of of future technologies that's true that does sort of like cover that genre hmm. um yeah i'm gonna guess present day in in 39 yeah okay. i think it's i think it's uh present day unless he actually goes to see george washington that'd be pretty I... cool oh so so it's present day, but if it is in the past, then he's going, he goes to Washington, to George Washington. 
Yeah, he yeah. like time travels to Washington. Oh shit! Now he's time traveling. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. So okay, I'm gonna that that needs to be noted. I mean, I mean, he goes to Washington like in the past, or he time travels to Washington. Time travel. I love it. That'd be great. Okay. Um, all right. So there is. Um, I mean, uh, did sci-fi did sci-fi exist in thirty nine? What? Yes. What? When was sci-fi invented? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who invented so, sci-fi? <laughs> so, um, to back up, um, there is arguably one of the first, if not very first, sci-fi movies. Um, came from a German director, Fritz Lang. It's a silent film called Metropolis, um, which imagines a futuristic world where there are tiers and levels of people people on the highest tier they are the rich people they and they have servants below them etc um but we don't want to get into fritz lang's uh metropolis because it's an incredibly long strange and way out there movie it's like two and a (laughs) half three hours long silent film uh it's pretty nuts anyway Mm. um Okay, so we get some time travel maybe in there. All right, so um, I know this is difficult for you guys, especially not really having really the, the idea of really just by the name. Are there any other guesses you want to go in throwing that something that you expect to see happen in this movie that we are 99% sure is about politics and has a vote of some kind? I think there will be a moment where... <laughs> He's in front of a bunch of big wigs. I'm trying to like imagine scenarios that could happen in any of our guesses for plot. Mm, yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. they are underestimating his uh, like knowledge of something. And like, because, and it won't be because he studied it, but it will be some like loophole where it's like, we'll say much different from the tractors back home. And so I think this, and he's right. Like he's, he's correct on, on that thing. You uh, said a uh, bunch of big wigs. What could you be more specific as to um, a, a group of big wigs? He may be talking to, uh, you know, like the, the politicians in Washington, if he goes to Washington, mm-hmm. you know, if he is the one who has to cast that vote or if he's like confronting politicians about something uh, like in any of our guesses, like I could imagine yes. he could be in front of like Congress or something. Perfect. Some okay, kind cool. of like House appeal or, or trial. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. Cool. And, and they will be like, what could this guy from, you know, Montana know about X, Y, Z. And he's like, well, actually this is the answer because when I'm fixing tractors, that's why like yeah. some MacGuffin reason. Um, so, 1939 present day ish like that's the present day um do you believe that he is from more of a suburban area more than a city yeah i feel like mr smith implies that it's like a common name so this is like this is your every man you know okay so not from the city i'm gonna guess from like one of the like original 13 colonies maybe okay. um so like i'm gonna guess like pennsylvania or virginia mm, okay cool um i'm actually excited because i don't remember where he's from so i'm this is gonna be a surprise for all of us um <laughs> one of the 13 colonies 
And right. I, also, I don't know if Pennsylvania and Virginia were one of the first. first I think so, right? Yeah, I, <laughs> I, think, um, I think so. And I, I, I'm going to guess that at one point he's like sitting on a sidewalk or curb, kind of just like down on his, you know, hopes or whatever he's trying to do. And then it starts okay. raining and he swings yeah. around the lamppost. And, yeah. And then he, <laughs> yeah, splashes in the puddles. Uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> One last thing I want you to um, think about. This is not a question that you need to answer now, but this is a statement, and I want you to just let me know when you think you see it, um, if you remember. <clears throat> we'll talk about it in depth afterwards. This movie um, glorifies in a um, in a heroic way a particular um i don't want to call it a move because it's not like a wrestling move but a particular thing that you can do in congress that uh today gets overused and abused and this movie kind of glorified it and set it into play like it was something like super heroic someone you sounded like you have an idea i heard a, I like a gonna make- I was just going to say, like, uh, doing nothing. <laughs> doing nothing. Okay. Yeah, like, just not doing ah, job. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's it called? Um, I forget. When you, when you kind of just, like, uh, uh, when you just, say like, fill it, say the it. time. Say it. You know exactly what it is. Fill. Oh, uh, filibuster. Filibuster. Fill yes. Filibuster. Yes. Filibuster. Yes. 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 So there is um, a really a uh, very important scene in not only in the movie, but just in the history of cinema. And after this, after we're done recording, I encourage everybody to take an opportunity to watch John Oliver's phenomenal piece about the filibuster and how this movie actually um, kind of glorified it in a way that it shouldn't be. So really, really cool. Okay. Um, there is th- that is brought up. Um, so guys, I'm going to read back. Our, our guesses, see if there's any last second thing you think. And if not, then we're going to just dive in. So you ready? Um, one thing that came out of this is that, that you guys feel that it's very telling um, that this movie has uh, penetrated pop culture. You've heard of the title or heard it be made fun of or, or joked upon, but also have seen it possibly be remade. Um, and also, I want to say that it's not only um, reached pop culture, but it's really been taken into actual culture and politics, some of the things in the movie. Um <clears throat> Clearly, someone goes to Washington, D.C. Um, is it a musical? No, based on Drew's reaction to that question. Um, Mr. Smith is the bad guy from The Matrix um, or the guy from Pocahontas. Or maybe he's a representation of a bunch of people. Getting people uh, more involved in local politics is his game. Um, He's the representation of those local people. Like, this is what the people want. We're going to vote. We have this feeling that Jimmy Smith uh, or Jimmy Stewart may not actually be 
Mr. Smith. Um, maybe uh, JS there is the president and Mr. Smith is going to kind of appeal his case to the president um, or say something he needs. And then he keeps getting shafted by Stuart. And he's like, you know, I'm here to see the president. And they're like, well, the president's in France. And then the next movie, it's <laughs> like he's like, Jimmy, Mr. Smith goes to France. Um my guess is he probably goes to France because there's better healthcare and other anyway. Um, so this is probably a, um, remake of this movie that came out about 10 or 15 years ago called swing state in which, um, (laughs) the electoral college apparently doesn't matter. And the popular vote is important. And, um, there's an exact tie for the president of the United States and one dude in like Montana has to like act like vote and, and choose. Um, so we do believe that voting is a topic in this movie and voting happens or a vote happens, or maybe a vote doesn't happen due to a pandemic and Congress is thinking about changing, uh, when you can vote and there's no mailboxes, no mailboxes. They're all gone. They're being taken out. And then the question also came up as to, um, do we ever really see um, like futuristic movies that actually talk about more current kind of social things? And we said, well, actually, Black Mirror is really good futuristic that also talks really heavily about the social <laughs> aspect um, of what's going on in life. That's kind of hits home for where we are today, but really shoots it out there where it's like, wow, this could go bad. If you haven't watched Black Mirror, it's fantastic. Um we do believe this is going to take place present day, uh, present day, 1939. So the past for us present day in the film, um, or it takes place place in the past through time travel. Um, and we get to meet Washington. Um, there will be a moment, uh, where, uh, he, Mr. Smith, is in front of uh, a bunch of bigwigs being underestimated, but then schools them with a loophole and gets everyone, like, hits them in the feels, you know? Um, as Brian stated, he's like, they were like, well, you can't do that. And then Mr. Smith's like, well, back in Montana, when you fix a tractor, it really makes it work. And then they're like, oh, man, he's right. Um and then we said that those bigwigs will be uh, politicians. So he will be in front of Congress, the, the House or the Senate, or maybe directly in front of the president. But he will clearly be in front of some bigwigs. Um, he's not a city boy. No, no, no. He's from one of the original 13 colonies, maybe Pennsylvania, maybe Virginia. Um, and we do expect to see him at a period, maybe the low point, where he's sitting on a curb or a sidewalk in the rain. Um Guys, do you think there's anything more that we need to add? I think that's it. That's it. All right. Yeah. Well, then, guys, let's go to Washington. Oh, new boys I can collect. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta catch them all. (laughs) (laughs) Why old Lang Syne? What's that? Isn't that like a New Year's fucking song? Yeah. It must be no, like it's a, just, it's a It's a congratulatory. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-oh. Where's Nick Cage? 
Oh, oh no. He's in the background. <laughs> He's getting hungry. This is his great, great, great <laughs> grandfather. <laughs> I love how they're showing the Liberty Bell, but oh, that's isn't there. clearly not there. Yeah. <laughs> great. Where'd you go, little boy? Need you for my collection. He's pissed. Oh yeah. He's gonna go, he's gonna go burn it down. Oh Jesus, oh, he just shit. popped it. He just got popped the guy who's laughing at him. Uh-oh. This guy's draining the swamp. That guy didn't even laugh at him. Oh. He's punching out all the news guys. Oh, Washington approves. Oh no, <laughs> he's like a modern day vigilante. Well, as I said, this is a man's world, Jeff, and you got to check your ideals outside the door like you do your rubbers. You're what? What? Now, 30 years ago, <laughs> I had wait, No what? condoms around here. Check <laughs> yeah. those at the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check them out. You go plow in head first. He's sad. He's looking so sad. He's on a sidewalk, on a curb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the thing we're missing is the rain. Oh, yeah. Where to go, Druff? <laughs> it's me, Robot Abe Lincoln. I've been waiting in rests for someone to activate me with a heart like yours, Jeff. <laughs> I said that loud enough. Oh, now the boys believe him again. More boys. The best part is they have no evidence. <laughs> oh. Boy, Rangers. All right, boys. That was Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. What did you think? That was great. I uh, I was really worried that uh, I was going to watch it and be really disappointed because it's like a movie from 1939 and then we're going to watch it and be like, oh man, there's the, the same exact kind of corruption happening today. And good news, we've solved cor solved corruption, so it doesn't happen today. Um, just kidding, it's much worse. I was I was saddened by the fact that it was so spot on, familiar. Um, I I didn't realize I didn't realize it goes you know back to these. I I didn't realize they could make a movie about it in 1939 and like hit the nail on the head. Like I I. I I don't know. I, it's it's kind of eye opening how far back it goes. And but you know, it was a really good movie. Yeah. yeah um, like I, I always get worried when I show you guys a movie that's like earlier than nineteen like eighty. Um, I I feel like you guys are like old movies. Those are lame. <laughs> yeah. um, and you know, I'm sure there's a handful of shit that just doesn't doesn't work for us um but some of these classics i just i um i'm glad that they 
hold up to some degree, but also like a lot of shit did not hold up. Like the, like the unnecessary amount of boy talk was very, very, a lot of boy talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like in our day and age, all that talk about getting all those boys together and collecting them and stuff. That's, that's not like a normal topic of conversation or one that you, you associate with good things. Um, so, so like some of it was just like obvious, obviously the things in 1939, 1938, 39, um, you know, don't hold true today, but then we also see these underlying things that are almost, um, they're constant and they still hit us hit home today. Um, mm-hmm. so well, honestly, even just like the, the, it, they, wrote it in such a way that is sort of timeless. Like, yeah. Uh, and I yeah, don't know if absolutely. they knew that or not at the time, but you know, they don't refer to any specific parties. They just say like, you know, opposing There's a convention. Stuff like yeah. That. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's so they never really used the term like Republican or, or Democrat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it would have been flipped back then anyways, but yep. the, the whole proceedings is fairly accurate. And actually I was looking it up cause I was so confused that why the governor was like picking, uh, a senator i was like that's mm-hmm. not how that works yeah mm-hmm. um but it was how it worked like pre-1913 uh but also i guess if like a senator just dies any governor has the ability to just appoint one temporarily yeah okay yeah um but i was super confused about that at first because i was like how is this corruption yeah. even possible yeah 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 mm-hmm. um and i was you know when you I wasn't concerned that it was going to be an old movie or anything and that I wasn't going to like it, but I was concerned that it was like a, a political old movie. Um, sure. 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 First of all, I mean, old movies in general, I have a, I have a tough time following uh, just yeah. because they, they kind of, <laughs> it kind of feels like they're speaking a different language at some points. They're, they're almost always speaking in like these weird sayings and I just don't understand some of the lingo, but also yeah. uh, um, just political movies in general. I have a hard time following sometimes. But this, I I followed really well, and I I really appreciate that, and I, it was really, I don't know, it was just, it made sense, and I I don't know, I, I really liked it. Yeah. Do you know? Um, you know, I'll get into it. Actually, I think favorite scenes in in a minute. Um, but like, I think there were moments in the movie that also, again, it's so golden age of Hollywood where where you know, the focus on just somebody smiling and it's like a big focus or the focus on him fumbling his hat. And, and like those, those scenes you don't, you don't see today in movies and they can be um, touching. They can literally show you how someone's feeling. We didn't even get to see his face in that conversation. We saw how nervous he was literally fumbling a hat, talking to a girl. And all it was, was us watching him hold the hat and move it around. There's just something sweet and, and um, not necessarily innocent, but just like, it's a whole, it's a whole different thing. We never see anymore um the movie yeah go ahead joe yeah it it was interesting i i haven't really seen a scene like that ever maybe not ever but like it was i don't know it was super unique and uh i don't know i don't know really what to think of it i really liked it uh Mm. i don't know i don't know you you continue yeah but it's cool right because like for like we saw you saw that and you knew exactly what he was feeling. Yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. We typically don't see too many. I'm not going to say that uh, directors and, and uh, films don't do that sort of thing. We just don't really see it often. Most of the stuff that comes out for us nowadays are generally big time blockbusters. You're not going to see Iron Man fumbling around a hat. You know what I mean? Or like, yeah, yeah. you know, or, yeah. or any of that. Like it's, <laughs> it's stuff that has, to, the movie has to move. Um, and it's not even big blockbusters. It's just movies today. There's a certain pacing that has to happen to keep our attention span. And this movie was a long movie. It, it felt long at times for me, but like there were scenes that if I was an editor today, I would cut out the scene where, um, Saunders and, uh, and the newspaper guy were in the bar getting drunk, talking about getting married. Um, like that felt like a long scene, even though the importance of it was her, you realizing she does love, um, Smith because she's drunk and she's talking about the, like, if we got married, could we go? And she's talking about all the stuff she really wants to do. And it's all the stuff that Smith talked to her about, but that scene that you could have cut that down and, and you know what, but, but it also makes the movie special. It's really, it's just so like different and refreshing from a lot of stuff we see and watch, um, in general nowadays. Um, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I'm glad it was vaguely frustrating where you're like, wow, this seems familiar. Um, yeah. I'm I'm glad that you know it. We were able to poke fun at some stuff. Obviously, like man, that dude wanted to go to Boys Town like it was no one's business. But like, um, <laughs> still, like it, it, I'm just happy that you guys kind of enjoyed it. What did you guys think about um, Pain at the end? Literally, like about to shoot himself in the head, and like somebody stopped him. We just caught the end of that. He like was yeah, gonna blow his. Was- super unexpected i you know i at one point like towards the end of the filibuster i looked at like the time stamp of the movie and i was like oh my gosh this ends in three minutes how i was like wow i was like i was like i was like oh my gosh he's not gonna he's not gonna do it and it's just gonna end with him like failing i was like there's no way that there it ends in any other way but uh but in the literally last minute, the most action happens in the movie. And that's uh, yeah. well, Payne trying to shoot himself I, and, and I, confessing to everything. Yeah. I would say that's probably the second most amount of action. When Jim, when uh, Smith went around punching everyone in the face <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, for one straight minute. Um, I love that, it. That was literally such a different movie. He literally, it just shows him with mad face running up to men and just socking them good. Uh, <laughs> I, I had no idea for like the first like half half of that compilation I had no idea that if that was real or if it was like a, a dream he was having uh, I I really didn't believe it was real I thought it was gonna be a, a thought he was going through his mind but no apparently he just went around yeah. punching everybody. And I thought I thought he was just punching anybody who was laughing reading it. I didn't realize yeah. until halfway through that it was the actual um, yeah, yeah. Uh, journalists. And then I was really worried because there was one lady journalist. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to happen. And um, – Thank God he didn't uh, he didn't smash anybody who didn't you know yeah. any ladies, <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, that got me a little worried for a second because I was like, oh, it's all the journalists. And I was like, oh, oh no, there was a girl eating donuts asking him questions too. Um, <laughs> cool. So, guys, um, break it down for me. What do you? What was your favorite um, scene in the movie? Hmm. My favorite scene was when he was in his office proposing the bill to... Uh, Pain. His assistant. Oh, the assistant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, geez, what's her name? Her last name. Uh, Saunders. Saunders. That's it. Uh, when he was proposing the bill to Saunders, and she was just like, "Okay, yeah, sure, you're gonna do this, and then you're gonna do that," and then he like really started to talk about his passion for like for like the boys, boys. club or boys, boys. group or boys. whatever. Just boys in general, boys. <laughs> and, and, and like, and we got to get a park for all the boys <laughs> and nature oh, and like the great. campsite and the idea he had. Um, and it, it, it was just a lot of character development because the assistant lady, I already forget her name. She was, uh, <laughs> Clarissa. Saunders. Clarissa. Yep. Uh, Saunders, that's it. Because Saunders like really started to understand his like true intention and that he's like an honest mm. man. And then mm-hmm. he also showed just how much he can talk, uh, which is a great setup for the filibuster. So mm-hmm. I don't know, I really like that scene. Yeah, that's great, man. I like that. We're gonna get all the boys together. Okay, all right, <laughs> calm down. <Put> him- <laughs> um, we'll, we'll take them all. <laughs> Gotta get a park together for all the boys. Um, <laughs> I uh, I really liked the president during the filibuster, like watching him smirk at everything because he's like, "Yeah, this is all this is all bullshit." Uh, that was kind of great. But I think my actual favorite scene was post punching all the reporters uh, when he's sitting there oh. and they're sort of gathered around him, like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, this is what we get to do." Because you just, uh, I mean, they even acknowledge the fact that like senators chosen by governors are are Mm -hmm. like that's how you get corruption you have people picking people they're gonna pick their friends they're gonna pick the people who can uh, you know they can help get their friends interests back home done Mm -hmm. so you know when you go when you recommend a project in senate you know they use the contractor that's your buddy and you know charge uh way more uh, than you need to and that's Mm -hmm. like corruption that still happens like that happens in in uh in my hometown like there's one contractor who does everything for the town and the town pays way too much money for it because he's friends with the mayor Mm. and uh i really liked the reporters just ripping into that like yeah we're allowed to do this we get to do this that's what our job is so like Mm -hmm. you don't get to come around here punching us because we printed (sighs) the truth yeah Um, and that's it they they dropped a true true bomb on him Right. They were like, you're here to just sit there, vote the way they want you to. And we're right. going to. Yeah. yeah. And our name calling is telling the truth because it is the yeah. real truth. You think you're going to know the truth, but you don't know shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's great that it opened his eyes up too about it. That's that started the whole thing. Yeah. And oh. they also sort of acknowledged like the other problem with press in that, like they make their money based off of people buying newspapers. So like mm-hmm. the title has to be grabby, but they're still printing the truth. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that shock value there to grab people. Um, I think my favorite scene, there were, there were one, one or two uh, moments that, that really did it for me. The first time 
when Senator Payne, when uh, they're sitting there and uh, and Senator Smith there is announcing, you know, his very first time speaking. And he's like, you know, we have a great man over here. We've already learned that this guy's corrupt. Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, we have a great man over here. So first off, you get the idea that the people believe in Senator Payne. And then he's like, mm-hmm. he doesn't remember me. And that moment where he's like, my father was this. And you see his face where he's like, like he realizes that he was friends with him, like his father. And and then the next time when they're on the train together and they're talking about the father and the little causes and all that shit. And you see he's having a struggle knowing what he's become. Mm. And that really did it for me because, again, even at the end when he circles back, it goes full circle. And he tells him, he's yeah. like, I knew somebody, we knew somebody who believed in little in the little lost causes that that really um sealed it man i just thought um that the emotion was really well done yeah. um mm-hmm. the um the actor who actually plays senator payne if i remember correctly i think that's um um let's see is it was claude it baby Rain? dumpling no i believe it, it's claude rains that's his name yeah claude rains also another really great and famous actor um he his other uh, arguably most um, iconic role was in um, Casablanca. He plays like mm-hmm. the the police captain in that. And he's like a friend sort of to um, Humphrey Bogart's main character. But um, yeah, two movies that he, I mean, he's been in a lot, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, two movies where he, he's just been outstanding, um, really phenomenal. Um, yeah, so those would definitely be my favorite scenes. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, that's mainly what I was talking about. It did win, uh, this movie did win an Oscar for um, the um, – uh, best original story or best original screenplay basically it won it was nominated for mm. best picture best actor uh best supporting actor um two actual two best supporting actor nominees uh mm. best director best writing for screenplay so there was a screenplay and a story nomination um okay art direction, sound, editing, etc. It was it was nominated a lot. Um nice for that, yeah. Um all right, so we talked about our favorite scenes. We have uh gone over what we've liked, what we thought of the movie. Let's go over those guesses and then we can um figure out where the doof meter is and bring those up. So, nice. First, let's go over our guesses. We said that um, we figured that this movie had a uh, has penetrated pop culture to some degree because the the title had been heard before. Um, it's been we've seen it like uh, kind of parodied. Um, so mm-hmm. that's a statement, but clearly someone is going to Washington D.C. Um, absolutely correct. We said, yeah. "Is it a musical?" No, based on the way Drew <laughs> answered or laughed or made a remark. Um, <laughs> Mr. Smith is the bad guy from the Matrix. That's incorrect. Um, that's Agent Smith. Um, the uh, guy from the guy from Pocahontas 
close. He was um, Jeff Smith, not John Smith. Um, ah. But maybe he's the representation of a bunch of people, uh, like a like a man's man and a local, like, you know, has the respect of people. And that's very true. Um, you know, maybe he's trying to get more people involved in local politics. Um not 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 quite um he's more trying to get people involved in local boys um he <laughs> is the representation of the local people i think that's actually a very fair point um but maybe jimmy stewart is not mr smith maybe jimmy stewart's the president and then Mr. Smith keeps trying to see and, and talk to uh, the president and he's like always gone. He's like, Hey, yeah, see, I'm here and I see the president. And then the guy's like, well, the president's not here. He's out in France. And that's the next movie is Mr. Smith goes to France. Um, that unfortunately is a storyline I wish were true, but it's not at all. Um, <laughs> the movie swing state is a remake of this. Um, maybe <laughs> like maybe at heart, but, uh, swing state yeah. is a very, very different story. Um, than this one, we said voting would be a topic. Like a vote is going to happen. Um, funnily or funnily, funny enough, um, voting is a topic, but a vote never actually happens because yeah. they frame, uh, Mr. Smith and try to get him ejected from the Senate before the vote happens. So, mm-hmm. uh, the next thing was a vote doesn't happen due to a pandemic and Congress trying to change the election date. Um, no, no, that's not a thing. Uh, but a vote does not happen at all though. There'd be no mailboxes and the mailboxes would all be taken away. Um, that also doesn't happen. Uh, however, children who have newspapers, those, uh, those items were taken away. Um, Uh, then, We also discussed how Black Mirror is a really good futuristic show that really does uh, take place and talk. It does, although it like focuses on it being the future and the thing, technology in the future, it really talks to us about the social aspect of our lives. And that's why it's so relatable because we can look at something that's minor today or something we use a lot today, but it's so like, um, like made so much bigger and the consequences are so much higher in that show. So it's a really great uh, concept. It's a really great show. We should watch it. Um, this movie will take place in the past, but like present day to when the movie was made. So we said 1939 and 1938, 1939 is accurate. Yeah. Or it was going to take place in the past and we need to go see George Washington through time travel. That would have been really cool. We did get robot Abe Lincoln at one point, uh, where he came to life and, and, uh, started talking to Mr. Smith. Yeah. 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 That, that also didn't happen, but, um, we did get a lot (laughs) of Abe Lincoln. There was a lot of Lincoln. And then there was one random George Washington, like moment after he punched a, uh, uh, journalist in the face and the journalist like shook his head off and like Smith was gone but this portrait of Washington was there and the guy was like like all confused um, that's pretty cool there was going to be a moment where uh, Smith is in front of a bunch of big wigs and he's being underestimated and he finds mm. a loophole wow wow that is Nailed on it. 
point. Now, Brian's example slightly off where they say, <laughs> um, well, things aren't the same around here. And then he goes, well, back in Minnesota, when I'm fixing my tractor, I'll just do this. And there's the loophole. Um, that's not quite how it happened. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. quite there. <laughs> no, but the what you said in general was very, very um, accurate. And then we said that it would be taken. This would take place in front of politicians, in front of Congress, the House, or the Senate. And the Senate. Um, he's not a city guy. He's originally from one of the thirteen colonies, like Pennsylvania or Virginia. Um, so I think he's from upstate New York. If I had to guess, I, I Brian, maybe you want to just okay. take a quick pick or take a quick peek. But my reasoning behind it is he did say that he was coming down to Washington at one point, and Frank Capra usually based up several of his movies in New York um, or New York-ish, mm, okay. like upstate New York. So I would think that's where we would, if there was a place to peg him in, that's probably where it would be. I hope Brian's the like, governor, nope, New Jersey. The governor of an unnamed Western state. Western. Ah. Well, that's weird. So why would he come down? Well, either way. So West could still be down. I, it could be like Northwestern. Okay. Let's I go think it's that. Montana. It sounds good, right? There's a lot of woodsy and plains. Yeah. All right. Let's go with Montana. Um, and we would see him at some point sitting on a sidewalk or a curb in the rain, but the rain showing that he's sad. And that was... We got that. Perfect. We got that, man. We got that. Um, Awesome. So then the last thing we said, I gave you the hint about um, something they do in politics. Joe, you guessed it right off the bat about the filibuster. This uh, movie was like the first time that you got that the public sort of saw essentially what a filibuster was. And it was very dramatized and made very dramatic. And, and, after that, it was glorified like this, the, the tool of the people, the savior, the, the ultimate freedom of speech. Um, mm-hmm. And then around like, I think it was like the, I don't know, 70s, 80s, the, John Oliver did a wonderful like 20 minute piece on the filibuster and how this movie ruined everything. Um Basically, now it's not used as a voice of reason or a way to really... Um, really um kind of play favor or or teach or inspire it's really used to literally stop something dead in its tracks and not um and not really do anything uh the second thing Mm. brian said that happens in congress uh that it will glorify doing nothing which it did several times um yeah so if I, I definitely uh, highly recommend checking out John Oliver's piece on the filibuster. It was like a year ago, maybe two, but you can uh, YouTube it okay. and see it. It's wild. But um, yeah, he does talk about how this movie kind of ruined um, like what it, what it's really stands for. Um, right. But yeah. really it's tremendous to see on screen. I mean, it's done so well and it's really beautiful and looks like you, you really feel for it. You're like, man, he's going to do it and you're rooting for him and all this good stuff. Um, yeah, but it's, um, it's pretty wild. Uh, and I don't want to shit on the filibuster completely. I've seen it, uh, in the last couple of years, a couple of people have done some very valiant and very long, long, uh, speeches and, and stuff. And, uh, but really it does get used more often than not. It used to be used very, um, 
seldomly. And now it's like a very common tool to deflect and not let, uh, you know, things move through. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I guess, I guess if you like, don't know what that is, it is a, uh, when the Senate is voting on things, whatever the Senate, whatever's like on the Senate floor, if someone just keeps talking, they'll never get to vote on it and they can, super super delay topics from getting resolved mm-hmm. um which you can thank aaron burr for that uh because he was the one who's like hey we should get rid of this thing that happens and and then it allowed for people to be able to talk forever um god damn burr yeah aaron burr ruins everything Fucking burr god damn um, it, man oh i recently learned about something else he he did that ruined something oh, oh he shot he, he killed hamilton <laughs> No, no, no. There was there was another thing. There was another thing. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Well, the problem with Burr is that if you you know if you <laughs> welcome you to Burr Uh I'm um, Drew, and I've complained about Aaron Burr. Sorry. I guess the other reason why it happens more recently now is because they enacted a rule that's like a two-track system. So if you have two things on the floor, someone can threaten to filibuster, but you can also just say, all right, well, let's just set this aside and do something else for right now because it's going to waste everyone's time. So Mm. people do it more often because there's no threat of talking for like, you'll threaten to do it if you know that you're not actually going to have to stand there and talk for, you know, God knows how long. Yeah. also, looking at the longest times that people have done it for, they've done it for some real shitty reasons. Mm. <laughs> like, the longest one ever is for 24 hours, and it's just Strom Thurmond being like, no, I oh. want segregation. No, mm. no, no, bad yeah. Strom Thurmond. Um, did somebody in Connecticut actually do it recently for, like, a yeah. while? Uh, yeah, he's, like, number six on the list or something like that. Uh, Chris Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that that was um that was a good one, man. That was like 14 hours in support mm-hmm. of like gun control measures. But the top yeah. three are over 20 hours and they're all uh one of them's for like we should spend more money on, on our military. One of them's like, hey, we should dig for gas and oil in the wa- in the <laughs> ocean. Uh and then one of them's like, no civil rights. So all wow. cool things people have used the filibuster <laughs> for. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. So again, that's a, watch the segment if you want to, it's really great. Um, He does, he has a really like, Oliver does great with it. Um, let's, let's jump over guys. Let's get that doof meter out and let's, let's dust it off. Brian, can you grab the one from 1939 for us? Yeah. The, the really old doof meter that we found like buried that one time. The one we got the concept completely about, like, well, let's use this to rate things. Get our oldie time doof meter out. It's like, yeah, here it is. oh man, that is. <laughs> this, this is the scariest doof meter I've ever heard. Dear Lord, it's like. Is it closing? Is it shutting down no, already? I'm still, I'm still opening it up. Oh my there god! It is. It's open. It's ready there to go. go. Dear Lord, that is the creakiest <laughs> doof meter. Oh man, Brian, come on, man! I know you're fixing your house up. Can you just put some oil in that thing? Shit! You wanted the old doof meter. I didn't want to use the fancy new one. Oh my god, that scared the shit out of me. All right, um, Brian, on a scale of one, eh. 
It's a movie. And five, I'm a doof. I should have watched this earlier. Where does Mr. Smith Goes to Washington land for you? It's a five for me all day. Uh, this is like very clearly like uh, it was not only was it a great movie and I enjoyed watching it. Um, it I have absolutely seen references to this having watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think even further than that, I, I would uh, really like to look into how it's like affected politics, um, because I think that that mm-hmm. concept of uh, we need more people in Washington who are just like a regular, you know, Mm-hmm. uh jeff smith or whatever like that concept of like just an everyman we need an everyman in there mm-hmm. who doesn't know what they're doing is probably <laughs> from this movie um maybe you beforehand know, the, you know what i mean um maybe even beforehand because like didn't the the opening of the movie literally was like all characters are are fictionous and are not based on real events. It seemed like they were like, yeah, this shit happens and here's a movie about it. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely could have been, but I, you know, this could have popularized that notion. Of, yeah. Of, yeah. You know, cause I know that there's a, there's another podcast that I listen to that goes over to the same effect of like West wing, like a lot of politics that are work, uh, a lot of politicians who are working in DC right now credit West wing as the reason why they wanted to get into politics. Oh, um, and so you end up with a lot of, uh, you know, politicians who have their, their politics based off of a TV show, um, yeah, which yeah, isn't yeah. great. Uh, so the, the the effects of that is, is interesting, and I I wouldn't be surprised if the the notion of you know, and of course there's greedy politicians and there's people who are corrupt and and that stuff happens and you know the disheartening thing for me was like, oh this is, doesn't seem that bad of a corruption like there's far worse corruption yeah. that happen these days, <laughs> mm. uh, you know and of course all of those things but. Um, someone who is just like an everyman and doesn't actually know what they're doing is also not going to be able to get very many things done. It's interesting to see if this would have like popularized that idea. Yeah. I'm sure some people like if you showed this movie to some people in um, office today, who've clearly probably never seen it, they probably would be rooting for Taylor or Senator Payne. Um, (laughs) Wait, he's the bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But wait, he's just trying to he's just trying to make an honest dollar for all the people. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the he's got the states, you know, the good of the state at heart. Oh, like man. How, how could you get in his way? Oh, I'm just so jealous that he owns all the newspapers. <laughs> I could that could be me someday. I could own all the newspapers someday. If we start limiting the the wealth of the the top. How am I ever supposed to get there? Uh, all right. So, uh, it's so uh, sad, but true. <laughs> Joe, how about you on the doof meter from one at it's a movie to five. I'm a doof. I should have watched this earlier in my life. Where does Mr. Smith goes to Washington sit for you? I'm going to give it a five as well. Um, it's kind of like the It's kind of like the OG fight club. It's like the taking Ooh. down the or fighting the machine, right? So, yeah. And okay, so really good movie, but also people should see it to understand the corruption in politics and just like keep an open eye to that because uh, uh, it's very real. Um, but besides that, story very good, acting very good, mm-hmm. very fun watch, but uh, very eye opening in a way. So, yeah. it's a five. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 
Absolutely. Uh, I'm so happy you guys really liked it. The one thing I do want to comment on too that um, that I also really like about the movie is it, it is extremely like pro America. Like Jeff yeah. Smith is an American mm. patriot to yeah. a T, right? And then he gets right. into politics and the dude feels violated. Everything that he thought this country stood for, every, it all comes out of the out of the house and the senate. And they these guys in the senate, at least the ones he's met, he's like the even his hero they're not what they seem like. So he starts feeling this betrayal about about um politics and America but it's actually he ends up standing up for and fighting for what America mm. stands for yeah. that it makes it also a really great film that about being a patriot and then you can be a patriot and still love America and still stand up against uh, the corruption that goes on Absolutely. in yeah. politics in America um, beautiful beautiful uh, really well done Jimmy Stewart was amazing um again frank capra one of the uh most iconic uh golden age directors um it's great all right brian if you wouldn't mind you can shut that that creaky uh doof meter down for us and we can uh oh there we go It just it got a firmware update all of a sudden. Computer's <laughs> gone. I like it. It was very uplifting too. That was yeah. um No, it's good. It, it goes out a little nicer this time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. All right, so I think that's it. Um, obviously, uh, no no guitar for this, Brian. You get to sign us out. So yeah, and normally I tell you to go check out our social medias and send us an email and stuff like that. And like, yeah, go do that. That's cool and all. But also. This is dropping on October 20th, which is the last day to send in your vote for it to be received in a reasonable time frame before the November election. Um, and you should send that in immediately if you haven't already. Uh, also, go out and vote. Uh, if you are voting in person, be safe, use hand sanitizer, wear a mask. Um, in addition to that, if you have the capacity, uh, try to like volunteer to vote, uh, volunteer to uh, help at like a polling station. I'm sure people are going to need help because there's not a lot of them. Uh, in our states, I think we're probably fine, but there's other states uh, in the U.S. that could probably use a hand uh, if you can lend one. Um, and I guess just going along with the theme of the movie, you're if you are uh, if you love America and you are sick of the corruption, then just go vote. Uh, in 2016, I think it was 24. Point Six percent of people voted for Hillary Clinton and twenty four point five percent of people voted for Donald Trump and forty nine percent of people just didn't vote at all. Uh, so mm -hmm. the people who did vote uh, got to voice their opinions and they had the privilege of being able to go vote. And I know it's a difficult thing to do for a lot of people, uh, but find a way to do it. Oh, God, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Awesome. Like you said, Brad, they know where to find us. Vote, vote, vote. Um, guys, thank you again for watching the movie. Thanks for uh, enjoying it. And, you know, thanks for showing out. us. You're welcome. Now get out, Joe. Get out, Brian. Bye. I'm going to go vote. Go vote. <laughs> I'm going to go vote. <laughs> <laughs> sure, be right back.